Hallelujah. Something good is about to happen to you. You're about to listen to Fire for Today, your daily audio devotional by our dearly esteemed man of God, the Apostle Raphael Agadama, inspired by the Holy Spirit for your growth and victory. God bless you. My name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. And on fire for today, I will be teaching in furtherance of our series, Taking Cities Through Prosperity, Episode 3. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. It is your desire that we will prosper and we will be in good health, even as our souls prosper. I am praying for everyone under the sound of my voice. That the force of your prosperity would rest upon them. The revelation of your desire for us to be in good health and to prosper. That revelation will dawn on them. And in the name of Jesus, the clause of poverty, the clause of mediocrity, the clause of lack and want. In the name of Jesus, would lose its grip over them. In the name of Jesus, I decree right now that the burning fire of God's hunger for greatness for prosperity for lifting and to be all that god wants them to be in the name of jesus it begins now i pray father that they will have an encounter that changes their lives forever even right now lord i have come with nothing but your word and the anointing of your spirit i am praying right now that you give me utterance You grant me that specific word for that person who is listening right now and anoint them with the same accuracy to receive. Jesus, in your holy name, I pray. Amen. Taking cities through prosperity. And I was going through one of my notes and I saw something and I felt I should share it with you. I said that the gospel is free, but it is not cheap. I wrote it down. The gospel broke into nations upon the currency of sacrifice. The gospel reaches men upon that currency of sacrifice. This gospel reaches men, but many do not know who paid the cost that permitted the transportation of the gospel from one end to another. Jesus paid with his life and his blood for the gospel to reach the world. The disciples paid the cost of bonds, of whips, of torture, of hunger, of prayers, prison, and even death. To get the gospel beyond Jerusalem, in this day and in this time, it will cost all of the above. It will cost even money to get the gospel to people. And if you are a lover of Jesus and you are a lover of the gospel, then you must also desire that you be a kingdom financier. I will place special emphasis on what is in your hand in this episode. Because I see lots of people who jump at testimonies and they say, I claim it. I hear lots of people who say, oh, I'm next in line. But you look at these persons and discover that there's one thing that they all do in common. It is talk, faith, belief, and they do nothing. Exodus chapter 4, Exodus chapter 4 verse 1, the Bible says, And Moses answered and said, But Lord, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto me. They will not hearken to my voice, for they will say, The Lord hath not appeared unto thee. So Moses was telling God that I will not be able to convince my world about you sending me, about this gospel, about the glorious gospel, about all the beauty that is in your gospel. I will not be able to convince them. 
And God <laughs> said to him, the Lord said to him in verse 2, What is that in thine hand? What is that in thy hand? And he said, A rod. And God said to him, Cast it on the ground. My question to you now is, What is in your hand? Many times believers are waiting for a spectacular, a spectacular encounter. They are waiting for one supernatural encounter that will shift them from zero income to millions. God does not work that way. Else he will be called the great mag magician. <laughs> How does God work? It's the same way you just saw with Moses. He asked Moses, what is in thy hand? Every time God wants to use a man, God looks at what is it that you have that I can pour into. For somebody, it may be faith. For another person, it's skill. For somebody, it may be courage. There must be something that you have. And God is saying, what is in thy hand? I've read through scripture. I've looked at the lives of people. Those who followed Jesus. You look at Peter. Peter was a fisherman. Peter knew the ways of fishing. He was not just a fisherman. He was a fisherman that commanded other fishermen. He was a fisherman of repute. When Jesus had told them to leave everything and follow him. They left everything and they followed Jesus. We looked at Paul. We saw that Paul was a tent maker. That's Saul who later became Paul. We saw Matthew was a tax collector. These guys had sources of income. But I see a lot of believers today who just relax. Let me tell you, if you relax like that, you will soon become a beggar. You will soon become a burden to the people that you are sent to bless. Moses was crying. You see, how would they believe me? God said, what is in your hand? There's something in your hand. There's a skill God has given you. Yours may be education. Yours may be persuasive skills. Yours may be just, you have amazing writing skills. Yours may just be speaking. You are, you, when you speak, people want to listen. Can you take that thing that is in your hand? And cast it to the ground before God. Cast it at his altar that he will work with it. He will use it. Because when God wants to pour into you, he wants to pour into something. That's why he says, I will bless the work of your hands, not the work of your heart. I will bless the works of your hand. Recently, I, be I began to look at life from a different perspective. I used to be all anointing, anointing, faith, power, anointing, anointing, faith, power. And so God began to teach me and say, if this gospel must go far, then there are certain mountains that you must take, including the financial mountain. There was one time I was still in the university and I was preaching the gospel. You know, I met this lady. I told her about Jesus. And by the gift of word of knowledge, which we have handled the gifts of the Spirit in previous episode, the Lord showed me that she was living with a man. That man was not her husband. He was not her boyfriend. He was none of these, but he was the one providing for her and helping her with her fees for school in return she was having sexual intercourse with him or he was having sexual intercourse with her and that was the routine she loves jesus she wants to follow jesus when i spoke to her she god's literal power was there she was trembling but then the end of the conversation was what do i do i need to go to school i need to go to school so there must be people who can dip their hands in their pockets and say your whole school fees is now paid and you have an apartment or you're going to stay with this person who is from the church or from the fellowship but your fees forget about is handled for life that is where finances comes in because the gospel is already glorious but the people who are preaching it can they now look as glorious as that gospel so that you will not be you will not be like a bookseller who is saying seven 
<laughs> 70 ways to the top and you are dressing like poverty so you will not be like a a a a, a bookseller who's seen a uh, seven ways to making uh, to earning in thousands of dollars and he is dragging a bag that is torn as though rats have eaten it if we must present a glorious gospel we should present it gloriously and we ourselves should be glorious the bible says they looked up uh, they looked at him their faces were enlightened and they were not ashamed this is a glorious gospel it's a worldly gospel it's a gospel of power of life of hope so when we take it to the people beyond just that's why i say the gospel is complete prosperity is in it say true prosperity shall my cities be spread abroad so god asks moses what is in your hand there's something in your hand that god wants to bless there's something in your hand that god wants to anoint there was a woman scripture showed us when the prophet got to her house he asked her because it was famine he said what do you have she said i just have a cruise of oil and little flour cruise of flour jar of oil very little me and my son we just want to eat and die elijah said make for me first and she was done making it he prophesied he said as long as the lord lives this oil it will not go down this flour it will not reduce but the question was what do you have inside of your house i've seen christians who act as if they are mediocre nothing to give nothing to take home nothing to write home about nothing to drop on the table your own is as a lady let me just let me just finish school and marry Oga, become Oga wife that is its satanic mentality and then satan carries you and gives to one man who has the money yes it's Oga, but frustrates your spiritual destiny frustrates your spiritual calling you must realize that money matters oh. there are places you cannot enter I know you are anointed, but there are places you cannot enter, sir. Because from the gate, they would have screened you out. Before you have the opportunity to stand before the king and say, Thus says the Lord, they have thrown you in the dungeon. Why? Because of class. Because of influence. Because of levels. So, there are places that we need to access. Daniel would not be able to take the gospel to the king if he was just a nobody. Are you hearing me, child of God? There's got to be something inside of you that God is pouring into. So this calls for deep reflection. You go in and check what is this thing that God has given me as a gift. Scripture spoke about Bezalel. said that God had given him wisdom of craftsmanship. Wisdom to craft things, to make things. Wow. Amazing. So you're listening to me right now. I am by the Spirit of God triggering something inside of you a desire to hate lack to hate want to hate poverty because we've seen it destroy men we've seen it ruin kings princes are walking on foot why servants are walking on horses you are a prince you are royalty but then now when they are talking you say maybe you want to go buy something you want to buy something now and they give you an exorbitant price next thing you say ah ah am i a old boy are you seeing that you are now making reference to wealth prosperity and affluence or things that are bigger than you you are making reference reference to people who are doing fraud why because your mind is already showing that i can't that lifestyle you must choke her for something no you put your hand into the plow that is the something glory to god man the lady will shatter i have put my hand into the plow that is something Say you cannot have this kind of money except you don't except except you don't put hand inside something. Say you cannot have this kind of money. 
except except you don't you're you doing something dirty Hiya. Reke Saladabaya. You see, it's blood money. We have money and it's in the blood. So my question to you is, what is that thing that God looks at you now? He can pour into. She can. Okay, if God says, I want to bless you now and he brings you out and says, oh, this is my child. Bless her. And they ask you, what can you do? What business? What ideas? And then there's nothing. How's the blessing going to come? God said to Moses, what is in thy hand? I want you to take your life more seriously now. Find courses, find skills, you know, improve your CVs. Do things that's going to make you be out there. You are a light. Stop hiding. Start shining. I say you are a light. Stop hiding. Start shining. I say you are a light. Stop hiding. Start shining. Kings will look for you. Add value to the anointing. The anointing is already there. That is an extra advantage. But let there be something that you can use to break through the gates of society value skill wisdom something that the world needs that will give you access to enter when you've entered you can now unleash the anointing then it will be a, a double combo and they are wondering where is this person coming from we've never had it in such a way before so there's somebody like you in this state and we have been looking for people what is in your hand i'm going to pray for you right now father in the name of jesus i'm praying Everyone under the sound of my voice. I'm making you an eternal excellency, says the Lord. Where you are rejected. You become the accepted. Where you were told no, now you become the chosen one. In the name of the Lord Jesus, God is giving lifting power to you. In the name of Jesus, is enlarging the ground under your feet so that your feet will not slip. My God is causing you to become a the talk of the town. In the name of the Lord Jesus, as you as you decide in your heart, as you decide that, oh, I want to see the gospel go forward. I want to see the gospel prevail. I want to be a kingdom financier. I want to see the gospel of God, you know, marvelously and gloriously preached. God is putting ideas in your heart. God is opening your eyes. God is adding value to your life. And he is causing you to become what scripture talks about. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God bless you. My name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. Remember, do not be afraid. Only just believe. You've been listening to the Apostle Raphael Agadama and fire for today. We believe that something good has indeed happened to you. For inquiries, please contact us on plus 234-813-543-6165 or send us an email at fireforttoday at yahoo.com. Fire for today, provoking spontaneous spiritual revival.